Here we come to save the day. Let's get this over with, Delaney grumbled, setting off toward the house. They passed an aging Toyota Tacoma at the end of the driveway, its rear end backed toward the house as if its owner had been loading or unloading something. Together, the two policemen crossed the overgrown lawn to the front door. The knocker was a fancy one, hand-hammered iron in the shape of a dragonfly. Polyakov put his fist around it, drew back, and rapped loudly. Hello? Silence. Hello? Polyakov cocked his head and listened hard. When no reply came, he tried the door and, finding it locked, gave a little shrug. Let's go around back. Together, the deputies made their way around the side of the house, pausing every so often to peer through the windows. He left enough lights on, Delaney observed. At the rear of the house, they passed a little garden, tomatoes and peppers, zucchini and pole beans, that might have been tidy once, but was now abandoned to weeds. Nearby, a screen door led into the kitchen. Polyakov rapped on its wooden frame four or five times. Anyone home? Mr. Terry, are you in there? Nothing. Or almost nothing. The air trembled with the on-again, off-again rasp of cicadas, and in the distance, the insectoid murmur of traffic. And there was something else, something... Delaney cocked his head and listened hard. He could hear... laughter. Or not laughter, actually, but a... a laugh track. After a moment, he said, The television's on. Polyakov nodded. Delaney sighed. No way was he going to get to Brent's baseball game. He could feel it. Even so, there was nothing they could do, really. The doors were locked and they didn't have a warrant. There was no real evidence of a medical emergency, much less of foul play. But it was suspicious, and since they were already out here, they might as well take a look around, be thorough about it. Polyakov walked back to where the newspapers were piled up, squatted and sorted through them. The oldest was dated July 19th more than two weeks ago. A few feet away, Delaney checked out the truck in the driveway. On the front seat, he found a faded and sun-curled receipt for a cash purchase at Home Depot. It, too, was dated July 19th and listed ten bags of sacrete, 130 cinder blocks, a mortaring tool, and a plastic tub. A real do-it-yourselfer, he remarked, showing the receipt to Polyakov, then reaching into the cruiser to retrieve his notebook. I'll check around the other side of the house, Polyakov told him. Delaney nodded and leaned back against the cruiser, going through the motions of making notes. Not that there was much to put down. August 3rd, C. Terrio, 2602 Preacherman Lane. Oldest paper, July 19, Home Depot receipt, same date. He looked at his watch and noted the time, 5.29. The whole thing was a waste of time, no matter how you looked at it. Delaney had responded to a couple of hundred calls like this during his ten years with the department, and nine times out of ten the missing person was senile or off on a bender. Once in a while they turned up dead, sprawled on the bathroom floor or sitting in the Barca lounger. This kind of thing wasn't really police work. It was more like a janitorial service. Hey! Delaney looked up. Polyakov was calling to him from the other side of the house. Tossing the notebook onto the front seat of the cruiser, he glanced at the sky. There was a curtain of rain off to the south, which gave him more hope that Brent's game would be rained out, and headed off in the direction of his partner. As it happened, there was an outside entrance to the basement, a set of angled metal doors that opened directly onto a short flight of concrete steps, leading down. Polyakov was standing on the steps, the doors at attention on either side of him like rusted wings. 
What do you think? We take a look? Delaney frowned and inclined his head toward one of the doors. That the way you found them? Polyakov nodded. Yeah, wide open. Delaney shrugged. Could be a burglary, I guess. But let's make it quick, he was thinking. Dear God, don't let there be a stiff down there or we'll be here all night. Polyakov ducked his head, calling out Terrio's name as he descended the steps, Delaney right behind him. The basement was utilitarian, a long, rectangular room with a seven-foot ceiling, cinder-block walls, and a cement floor. A single fluorescent light buzzed and flickered over a dusty tool bench in a corner of the room. A moth beat its wings against the fixture. Delaney glanced around, nervously. He didn't like basements. He had been afraid of them ever since he had been a kid, though nothing had ever really happened to him in one. They just creeped him out. And this place...